for Health, Matt Hancock, in England has resigned. The news follows after CCTV images leaked by The Sun showed him kissing his aide, Gina Colangelo, in his departmental office. Colangelo has also resigned from her role within the Department of Health. The event is reportedly to have taken place on the 6th of May, just over a week before lockdown rules in England eased to allow close contact indoors for people from separate households. A spokesperson for the Departmental Health of Social Care said, This appointment was made in the usual way and followed correct procedure. In a letter written by Matt Hancock to the Prime Minister, it reads, I owe it to the people who have sacrificed so much in this pandemic to be honest when we have let them down. He apologised within his letter and reiterated the apology for breaking the guidance. In sporting news, Alan Wynne-Jones will not be travelling to South Africa with the British and Irish Lions after dislocating his shoulder during the warm-up game against Japan. Warren Gatlin's side will leave on Sunday and Jones will return to Wales with a replacement yet to be decided. Gatlin said the very best case scenario was that the four-time Lion would be fit for the first test against the Springboks on 24th of July. He added he's going to be gutted. I've spoken to the physios, they've spoken to Alan. He understands the very best scenario is he may get back for the tests. We need to call someone and get them COVID-19 tested and hopefully get them on the flight tomorrow. Contenders to replace Jones as captain are England's skipper Owen Farrell and Scotland's Stuart Hogg. 30 work placements are being offered for young people at Bluestone National Park Resort. This is offered for 16 to 24 year olds as a kickstart provider by the Department of Work and Pension. The programme will be run as part of Bluestones Academy which had been launched at the beginning of April. The placements will be spread over three cohorts who will train and work in various departments. For the first intake it will include the Wells Spa Resort, food and beverage, facilities and leisure. The new scheme is to help transform the perception of the industry to enthuse young people to pursue a career in tourism and hospitality, to produce a passionate, highly skilled and experienced workforce. Local beaches of Pembrokeshire, Amroth and Boardwalk Broadhaven are among the Environment Project's awarded grants. This has been awarded for the first round of funding from the Force of Nature mini-grant scheme run by the Pembrokeshire Coast National Park Trust. The scheme was launched earlier this year to support local projects that either support biodiversity, deliver on conservation, a focus on climate change or provide education. Yuskalmine Clochog were also awarded a mini-grant to adapt areas around the school grounds and a public sports facility to attract and sustain wildlife and encourage mental well-being through better connections with nature. I'm Lucy Tudor and that was the latest news for Pembrokeshire. Live from our studios in Haverford West, this is Pure West Radio. I haven't always been this way I wasn't born a renegade I felt alone, still feel afraid I stumbled through it anyway I wish someone would have told me that this life is ours to choose No one's handing you the keys or a book with all the rules The little that I know I'll tell you When they dress you up in lies 
till the world blows up. Sounding great for Monday evening, it's Pink on Pure West Radio with All I Know So Far. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to another Monday night edition of Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Once again, a very good evening and welcome to the show, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders and a really busy show coming up. We're live on Facebook from 8 o'clock. In the first hour of the show, we're going to hear from Simon Gardner, Scarlet's player, of course, talking to Bill Kahn about the Pembrokeshire Vikings. Also in the first hour, a focus on inclusivity in sport in Pembrokeshire. Bill Kahn chatting to Angela Miles and Delith Summons. We've got football with Fraser Watson speaking to the Goodick manager, Wayne O'Sullivan, and Chris Cricket to come as well with Gordon Thomas speaking to Pembroke Docks Nick Daly after eight. Well, we'll have to look back on Wales going out of the Euros, losing to Denmark, and a look ahead to England's game with Germany tomorrow. The latest news from Haverford West County, and of course, a look at what's happening with the Lions tour. But we're going to kick off right now, and Fraser Watson is with me with golf, and we're going to look back on the US Open and preview the British Open and get some news on some golfing opportunities for the over 60s in Pembrokeshire because joining Fraser Watson and I right now is our very own Kim Thomas. Evening Kim, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Just back from an afternoon's golf at Pennard Golf Club on the Gower. Glorious. And and are you in form, Kim? That's what we want to know. Um, These days I'm playing from memory and the trouble is the memory's going as well, Ben. (laughs) Good stuff. Uh, Fraser, evening, how are you? Yeah, very good, very good. Looking forward to dissecting the US Open just gone with Kim now. Well, let's get straight to it, Fraser. Um, give us your thoughts and let's let's see what, what Kim made of John Rahm winning uh, his first major championship title. I was actually delighted for John Rahm. I think he's played, been progressing for a long time and such terrible luck with that positive COVID test not so long ago, didn't he? And there's been question marks over his temperament, you know, whether he could keep the composure needed to win a, a major over four days. And Was that a fair call? Do you think, Kim, have you seen a switch in that that maybe has allowed him to push on and win his major championship? No, I think he was always on the burner, always ready to win one, in my opinion. And I think it was just, as he said himself, karma that having been pulled out of the tournament when he was six shots ahead a couple of weeks ago, well, three weeks ago now, isn't it? Um, you know, well, that was ridiculous, in my opinion. And I'll t- tell you why in a second. But um, I think it was karma that he came back and won that, you know, uh, on, on, on Father's Day, all that schmaltzy stuff they go mm. for in America, you know. But anyway, anyway uh, I think it was karma that he did it. And uh, he's class. When you look at his record in, in majors, he's done pretty well already. A couple of fourth places before this. Yeah. So, you touched Father's Day, actually. That's quite quite relevant. I mean, he has recently become a new father, hasn't he? Um, yeah. Is, is, can that help, do you think, a professional golfer in some ways? Because the King was, it adds a lot to your schedule. But then, you know, it's such an obsessive game, isn't it? You, you use up too much nervous energy, you know, think, thinking about golf and you should be switching off. And do you think maybe for these players, having a new child or a new focus outside of the, the practice range and the golf course can actually help? Yeah, it's a, it's a fair point. And strangely enough, you know, 
this is going to sound a bit silly, but uh, I played golf uh, this afternoon, as I mentioned to you, with very low expectations because I hadn't been playing at all. So because my low, my expectations were low, I relaxed and I actually played quite well. But as soon as I started to play a bit better than that, I tried to think too much and put myself off. So I think his disruption, you know, of becoming a father and having something else to think about, which is uh, more important in life, if you like, is a good thing at times. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, just on on the, what happened um, to to Ram previously, uh, he just talk us through that. He, he was pulled out, wasn't he, because of a, a a COVID positive, not for himself, but because of track and trace, wasn't it? Yeah, he'd been in contact with somebody who who had tested positive. Um, my point I was going to say about that is it's ridiculous because golf is the sport mm. where you can actually play with no contact at all and with perfect social distancing, they could have just finished that tournament with him playing playing five yards away from everybody else, which you do anyway. It's ridiculous. You know, I mean, when you look at the football stuff now with the, the Gilmore boy. Mm. I mean, two of his players um, pulled out of the tournament for, temporarily. The other 12 Scottish players with whom he's been mixing closely... <laughs> You know, more closely than he did perhaps with the English boys. And they're all playing with him still. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, no logic at all there. Fraser? Yeah, I was just, oh, come on. Now we're talking about the US Open. We've got the British Open coming up now. We're all St. George's. And Dustin Johnson, currently the favourite. But um, Ram now is likely to be in the running again. And also we're on Louis Ustase. Louis and he won the Open, obviously, back in 2010. Seems so long ago now. He's actually the informed player, arguably, in world golf. He's... I think top two in three of the last five majors. Is he someone you'd fancy again for the British? And why, Kim, why ever since winning that Open, is, has he not quite taken the step from being in contention he has so often to go and winning another one? Yeah, I don't know about that with Louis because I don't, I can't answer that one because I don't, A, I don't know him well enough and B, I always had him as a very strong-minded character who would then be more relaxed about and mm. have chances of winning more uh, major championships i'm not sure maybe his private life has changed that i've no idea but uh, i had him down as somebody who would go on and win quite a lot more yeah uh, regarding the the championship at uh, royal st george's it's a it's a funny course st george's uh, it's regarded as the most unfair golf course uh, of all the championship rota uh, the 10 ch championship rota courses and that's because the fairways are so unpredictable you get awful lies after hitting a great drive uh, and vice versa and it's got a huge bunker on the fourth hole it, it's an unusual track and you get sometimes you get unusual winners like ben curtis it may as well have been tony curtis as far as i was concerned <laughs> you know but he won on one under par didn't he and he beat yeah. great players and darren clark wasn't fancied for uh 2011 he won by three from dustin johnson who would yeah. be the one to watch then, Kim? If, if you were if you were picking someone from down the field, who, who should we keep an eye on for the British Open at Royal St George's? Uh, for me, I think uh, Dustin Johnson, because he he could have won that thing in 2011. I don't know if you remember in the final round, he had a kind of semi shank with a long iron on the par five fourteenth, uh, which cost him dearly there. So I think he would fancy his chances there, and, and he's playing well enough. You know, he's, uh, he's near the top of the board again in the world rankings. I mean, Brahm is number one now, of course. But uh, And who knows? Maybe he's something like a Mickelson again if he's got the stamina. Mm. You know, he's playing really good golf. 
Um, yeah, I, I, for some reason, Dustin Johnson comes to my mind. I, I can't see Ram winning so soon afterwards, but you, you never know. You know, his cel the celebration maybe still be going on in his head, and it's difficult sometimes to come up again. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm so pleased for Ram in, in the US Open. It was fantastic. Anyway, yeah, that's my tip. I would say uh, Dustin Johnson. That's put pay to his chances, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. The, the, the other thing as well worth mentioning that um, we, we saw golf return to the Olympics, didn't we, in, in 2016? I, I really enjoyed it, actually. I, I really enjoyed watching golf at the Olympics. I, I love the Olympics as it is. Um, they're, they're going to be in Tokyo as well. A few players have pulled out. I think McElroy confirming he'll be uh, flying the, the flag for, for GB and, and Northern Ireland. What, what do you make of golf at the Olympics, Kim? Uh, I think it's good. I mean, it's, it's got enough participatory countries around the world to qualify as a valid sport. Um, I always have trouble with the Olympics. Uh, this, this crossover barrier between professionals and amateurs which has been breached over the years with various sports. Um, it doesn't seem to matter these days anyway because the top-class amateurs are as good as some of the top-class mm. pros. But um, it was great in the last one, wasn't it? Because Rose and uh, Stenson were battling it out. It was fantastic to have two great names familiar to us yeah. doing it in, in the Olympics. And they, let's face it, him, uh, they and Andy Murray and people like that, they're so proud of winning an Olympic medal. It's not like it's some sort of uh -huh. Mickey Mouse thing. It's big for them, you know? And it's not about the money, obviously, is it? No, I, I absolutely, I completely agree with you there. You're right, someone like Andy Murray actually really puts his heart and soul into it every time he, he goes to Olympic Games. And I, and I think it, it's similar with, with the golfers. They really relish being part of that that occasion, don't they? And it, it's great to see, no doubt about it. Uh, Fraser, closer to home, uh, there's an initiative in Pembrokeshire to get the over-60s out on the golf course. Yes, actually, um, quite ironically, the point Kim touched on there, I don't remember 2011 so well, I certainly remember 2003 because Nick Faldo was in the running come the back nine on, on Sunday when Ben Curtis won and that, that would have been a good story for the old boys. But then Phil Mickelson blew that out of the water this year. Incredible story that was. I didn't think he, he had it physically to still do it over four days and he did. So, But a bit closer to home now, maybe with not quite the experience of a Faldo or a Mickelson behind them. There is a new scheme in Pembrokeshire. Five courses are taking it up about getting over 60s who specifically haven't played the game before. I think that's the important facet of this. Out into to learning golf and, and enjoying it and having some fun. It's just a new concept. Kim, and a positive one as well, because we hear so much in sport, don't we, about about ensuring the younger generation get involved and safeguarding the future and things like that. But, you know, it's important maybe that we can engage an older generation as well, maybe not the competitive side, but certainly the enjoyment side of it. Yeah, well, there's a number of factors there. Uh, it's not an entirely new concept. Uh, over the years, as a, as a golf club pro, I was engaged in several... Um, uh, uh, initiatives like that uh, in, in years gone by but obviously the drive for getting kids in, involved in the thing is to, is to keep the game alive for the future itself um, and get yeah. more women playing as well uh, but of course the the drive for getting seniors involved is, is pretty obvious because they are the silver surfers aren't they they've got the expendable income as well and they've got the time to, to engage in sport and it's a fitness angle as well isn't it to keep you fit by have by having good exercise mind you some of the golfers taking five and a half hours to play golf i'm not sure that is good exercise but <laughs> yeah. uh, you know because in my day three a game of golf was three hours that's it mm. 10 minutes per hole 
you know, we've played two rounds in a day, no problem. But uh, it's changed a lot since then. Well, Kim, thank you very much indeed for being with us. Always good to talk golf on the Monday Night Pure West Sports Show with our very own Kim Thomas. We're going to hear from Nick Daly of Pembroke.Cricket Club in a few moments' time. And don't forget, if you would like to feature on the show, just email sport at purewestradio.com. Wherever you're driving to this summer... How long do we get there? You need the perfect in-car soundtrack. Are we there yet? So take all your favourite digital radio stations and podcasts with you on the road and don't miss a thing this summer. It's easy to connect your smartphone to your car stereo via Bluetooth or aux in to listen on your favourite station app or radio app. Find out more at getdigitalradio.com. <laughs> Love radio. Go digital. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ben Stone, and you can join me on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with G&G Builders. All the latest sports news from around the county is featured every Monday night between 7 and 9 with my award-winning pal from PembrokeshireSport.co.uk, Bill Kahn, who teams up with Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas for the second half with the latest news, views, guests and gossip. Pure West Sport, proudly sponsored by G&G Builders, a Pembrokeshire-based company who've been in business for 30 years. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. How are you, Bob? Good, thanks, Chris. Is it true what I heard? Yeah, we're officially the best butchers in Wales. That's amazing, Chris. Massive congratulations to you and the team. Oh, thanks, Bob. So what can we get for you? Well, Chris, uh, could I have a selection of your award-winning meats? Oh, don't forget to include a pack of Pembrokeshire's best burgers. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Welsh Butcher Shop of the Year. Providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for over 70 years. We're open for orders either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763387. At Teas R Us, our services range from one-off t-shirt printing and slogans to embroidered clothing and uniforms for business and clubs. Whether your design needs to look crisp and professional or it's just a bit of fun, our experienced embroiders and t-shirt printers offer high-quality products at very competitive prices. Remember, if your business needs to look like a team, we can help design a logo and embroider it or screen print it onto quality clothing especially on workwear or for sports clubs and schools. Personalised clothing from Teas R Us. We can take care of it all. Find us at Rumbleway Service Station New Hedges, 10B in Law Street, Pembroke Dock and Prendergast in Haverford West. Teas R Us. Bring it home. Come on, Wales. Cry! 
There's the Everly Brothers on Pure West Radio for Monday evening with Crying in the Rain. I'm Ben Stone, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. More at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Great to have your company. After 8, we'll be live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. Uh, Steve Lewis from Lorenny Cricket Club is going to be one of our guests talking about two wins for the club over the weekend and also their upcoming Dougie Morris semi-final this week. Looking forward to catching up with Steve and, of course, we'll have a full look back on the Euros as well. Wales going out against Denmark on Saturday. We'll look at some of the other games. I thought Belgium looked pretty good against Portugal, having to withstand a a late barrage from Cristiano Ronaldo and co to book a place in the next round. And what about England, Germany tomorrow? And of course, this evening, we're going to see more of the French kicking off at eight o'clock as well against Switzerland. The games continue to come thick and fast, don't they? But right now, let's hear from uh, Nick Daly from Pembroke Dock Cricket Club. He's been talking to Pure West Radio's Gordon Thomas. Today I'm up in Bull Lane where uh, Pembroke Dock are playing Pembroke and I'm uh, with Nick who's going to talk to me uh, about how the club's fortune's been going this season. You've had a good start, start Nick. Uh, you're actually top of the table. Things are going well down here. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. The, the effort the, uh, the boys put in in training. I mean, it's corresponding now onto the pitch, uh, both teams. First and seconds are training hard every week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. 15s ladies, and it's going on to the pitch now, which is brilliant to see. Yeah, and also, Nick, I hear you've got a few uh, youngsters coming through. You've got, um, you know, the kids that are training in midweek as well. So the club is really coming together, yeah? Yeah, we see. um, We're doing a development team this year, plus our 15s. Plus, we got into Ken Morris, which is brilliant. We played like four, five, and 15s there that that game. Uh, young yeah. Reese Daly is uh, coming through the, the boy and he's yeah. playing really well he's playing today now that's, that's the most important thing is bringing kids through and developing them and they have the opportunities in the cup games yes yes yeah definitely if they're good, if they're good enough they're old enough that, that's what it is yeah and, and all the youngsters are putting the effort in which is we had, we had another under 15s here today which he was really close to getting in this team as well today so yeah. it's all positive, really positive. Yeah, it's all positive. Obviously, uh, you're looking pro- possibly for Division One cricket next season. I know we're only at the halfway point, but you must be quietly confident of getting promotion. Yes, we just keep going. So as long as we keep working hard and the boys putting the effort in, I think we're, the results will look after themselves. We just keep going. Bigger thing about the seconds, we need to get the seconds up without that division. So big push for the next nine games that it's every game as it comes hopefully yeah. then touch wood we uh... yeah i have to say Lane is looking cracking today it's it's cut beautifully and the wicket is playing really true today uh nick who's that down to oh the effort um morris leland the hen and john davis they put in here the hours he spent up here is is amazing Pete kingdom as well the effort he puts in all it's a, it's a team effort but mainly it's the john davis the morris leland's and I'm going to mention our scorer who, uh, who always scores, Nicola Murray. So uh, it's brilliant all-team effort, it is. Well, the thing is, you've got to have unsung heroes uh, no matter what club you are. And obviously you've got your fair share here. And uh, things are looking very good for the future, mate. So uh, I want to wish you all the best for the season, the coming season. Hopefully you'll get promotion. And we, we'll see how it goes in the last nine games of the season. Brilliant. And um, can you give Bill a message from me saying uh, I'm the best daily, not Reese Daly? Okay? Thank you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. And that's Pure West Radio's Gordon Thomas speaking to Nick Daly of Pembroke Dock Cricket Club. Don't forget, if you would like to feature on the show, you just need to send us an email. It's sport at purewestradio.com or leave us a message 
on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. Football uh, could be on the way back in Pembrokeshire very soon. Fraser Watson has been looking into that. We're going to hear from a manager who is very hopeful he'll see his side back on the pitch sooner rather than later. That's coming up after Katy Perry and Hot and Cold.
Katie Perry and Hot and Cold on Pure West Radio. It's Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Uh, we are live on Facebook for the second half between eight and nine. One of the things we'll have to mention is the news that Alan Wynne-Jones will miss the Lions Tour of South Africa because of a shoulder injury. Island scrum half Connor Murray selected to captain the side instead. Devastating for Alan Wynne, dislocating his shoulder during Saturday's warm-up game against Japan where Justin Tipperick also sustained a tour-ending shoulder injury. Uh, Adam Beard and Josh Navidi have been called up as replacements. Murray is 32. He's toured twice before with the Lions and has 89 island caps. Of course, the England skipper Owen Farrell and Scotland's Stuart Hogg are also in Gatland's squad. So was the appointment of Murray a surprise? We'll have to get the, the views of Gordon, Bill and Fraser on that one and give us your thoughts as well. All sorts of complications around the Lions tour at the moment as well because COVID cases have been posted within the South Africa squad. Although South Africa Director of Rugby Razi Erasmus has said there is no threat to the tour next month, despite the fact that three South African players have returned positive COVID-19 results. More on that to come after eight o'clock. Right now, let's turn our attention back to matters in Pembrokeshire. And football's been on Fraser Watson's agenda this week. Well, it was a good crowd down at Phoenix Park on Friday night with football pre-season certainly back. And a good game as well, actually, with good at United running through Three, out running out 3-1 winners over Crimmich. Joined now by Goodick manager Wayne O'Sullivan. Wayne, firstly, it does feel a bit strange. We're, we're still in the middle of June and we're talking about pretty intense pre-season games. Uh, I know, uh, to be honest, uh, Fraser, it was nice to get back to something competitive. Obviously, it's been like 15 months, I think, since we played Moody's Bridge in the semi-final at the Senior Cup. Like I said, the boys have been back now training for just over a month, training hard and obviously... Um, we're gearing up for the FAW tie then, obviously three weeks' time against Haken. Yeah, and you want competitive games leading into that, obviously, Wayne. And Crimmick gave you one, didn't they? They had an impressive outfit, and certainly in that first half, pushed you quite hard. They did, uh, to be fair. Um, I, I spoke to a few people about them, got in contact. They were keen to come down for a friendly. Good outfit, well organised, worked hard. A lot of youngsters on the side. Ideal, really, for our, for our first one back in so long. Obviously, a lot of boys rusty, and it wasn't quite there. But obviously, um, in the end, a very good run out, some good goals scored. But all in all, a very good friendly, to be honest. And obviously, we'll touch on this draw now with Haken United again in a couple of weeks' time. When over 200 teams in, into the draw, but you probably knew which balls were coming out, or thought you did at least before before it was even made. But was there a was was there a smile on your face when you heard that, or was it a case of a sigh and here we go again? Yeah, no, it's it's good. It just gets the buzz back going again, doesn't it? Like you said, I think it's two two hundred and seventy teams or something like that. And obviously, Haken Goodick again. I think we've played. I think every time we've played in the FEW, I think Goodick and Haken have played against each other again. Something to look forward to. Phrase it. Uh, like I said, we've been so long without football now, and uh, to come back uh, first, you know, real competitive game as uh, Haken Goodick. You, you couldn't have written it, could you? Do you think you, that could have that effect in a positive way, Wayne? Because obviously, it's been so long without football. We've heard a lot of. Fear years voiced haven't we that boys wouldn't want to come back boys would drift away and so on but you know down there on Friday night you saw the crowd there seemed a bit of a buzz there people were interested intrigued just to be watching a game again and now obviously could a cake in tie that, that raises interest automatically so do you think that maybe we could even have the opposite effect instead of everyone voicing fears about boys drifting away boys are actually buzzing to be back because they've been away for so long Oh, definitely. Like I said, as soon as that draw came out, you know, the buzz is back. You're thinking, you know, oh, Haken Goodick all over again. A little bit of normality. Uh, as you said, Friday night, it was nice to see 
people down in Phoenix Park watching a game of football. As I said, just getting back to a bit of normality, to be honest. And your mindset now, Wayne, obviously for the season ahead, it's still very early days in terms of the, the actual league campaign, which we all hope is going to get away on time in September. Have you got squad goals yet? You're obviously competing for the league title and recapturing that, which, which you haven't done since the treble season. must be pretty high up there. Yeah, of course. Um, but to be honest, my way of thinking, and I'm probably the same with Haken, we haven't entered the FAW for a couple of a couple of seasons, but obviously it's a chance to get back to something you know, competitive earlier rather than later, because obviously the league doesn't start until September. But again, then there's a chance then to get back playing and more competitively and getting back training earlier as well. A lot of teams still haven't started or just about starting. You know, we've been back training a month. So, again, three weeks away from the FAW, plenty of hard work to be put in. A few more, a couple more friendlies, hopefully before the Haking game. And like I said, it was a chance for us to get back playing in July as opposed to uh, September with the league starting. Oh, absolutely. Well, well, thank you for your time, Wayne. We'll see how things escalate and transpire in the next couple of weeks and months now and, and hopefully we'll get that league season underway on time. But before then, we'll, we'll see you for another nice, quiet, incident-free, friendly on July the 17th, will we? <laughs> no doubt to the entertaining phrase, as it always is. But again, it's, um, yeah, Haken and Gurik, it's uh, it is a big game. Everyone will enjoy it. And uh, like I said, looking forward to it. Excellent, Wayne. Thank you for your time, mate. No problem at all. Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson with Wayne O'Sullivan. Very much looking forward to uh, the return of football, of course, in the county. Uh, Wayne is the Goodick manager, and that's good to hear a bit about their 3-1 friendly win over Kremick as well on Friday. If you would like to feature on the show, uh, do drop us an email. It's sport at purewestradio.com. We're going to hear from former Scarlets player Simon Gardner next on Pure West. Introducing MyPems, the online marketplace for independent sellers in Pembrokeshire. Looking to take the hassle out of marketing and selling your products online? Want to reach new audiences or customers whilst being part of a bigger community of local businesses and retailers? Then check out MyPems.com. We're only a click away and could be the answer to taking the stress out of selling your products online. So whether you're a shop, an independent artist or maker, connect direct with customers and join a growing movement looking to buy locally at MyPems. For the perfect solution, contact Lillian and the team at MyPems.com. Castle Hot Tubs, a Wales's largest multi-award winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire. Offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Want to win a hot tub for a week? Tune into Pure West Radio every weekday morning at 10.45 and play Where's the Hot Tub for your chance to win. Castle Hot Tubs, the friendly company. Big enough to cope, small enough to care. It was hot, so we went out on an inflatable. One minute we could see our friends on the beach and the next we were drifting out to sea. Then Sophie started to panic. But you didn't. You dial 999 and ask for the Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Grab my hand! And we just want to say, whoever you are, thank you. In an emergency at the coast, call 999 and ask for the Coast Guard. Listen live at purewestradio.com Can't touch this. Can't touch this. 
touch this. Can't touch this. My, 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 my music hits me so hard. Makes me say, oh my Lord, thank you for blessing me. What am I doing? Can't touch this. Yeah, that's how we living, and you know, can't touch this. Look in my eyes, man. Can't touch this. Yo, let me bust the funky lyrics. Can't touch this. Fresh new kicks and bands. You got it like that, now you know you wanna dance. So move out of your seat and get a five girl and catch this beat while it's rolling. Hold on, pump a little bit and let the noise go on on like that, like that. This. Yo, sound the bell, school is in, sucker. You can't touch this. Give me a song, a rhythm, making them sweat. That's what I'm giving them now. They know you're talking about the hammer, you're talking about a show that's hot and tight. Singles are sweating so fast, I'm a white or tape. To learn what's it gonna take in the 90s to burn the charts. Legit, either work hard or you might as well quit. That's word because you know you can't touch this. Can't touch this. Break it down.
Sounding great for Monday evening. Pure West Radio. Uh, I'm Ben Stone. This is Pure West Sport. That was MC Hammer and you can't touch this. We're live on the Facebook page from 8. You can get involved. What were your thoughts on Wales game against Denmark and their Euro 2020 campaign? Some big comments from Chris Gunter really questioning the format of the tournament. Did he have something in what he said? And, And what about Rob Page's future as well with this young Wales squad? Plus thoughts on the tournament so far and predictions ahead of England Germany tomorrow evening that's all to come on the show uh, right now though Bill Kahn has been out and about talking to Scarlet's man Simon Gardner about the Pembrokeshire Vikings let's hear a bit more right now on the show there's been great excitement at the rugby club in Hartford West today because the Pembrokeshire Vikings have been holding one of their first training sessions not the first and I've got their coach there Big Cheese the one who's heading it all up and everybody knows Simon Gardner because he played for Clinetley for many years Simon you must be chuffed to be involved in this but you're putting a bit back into the game you love yeah I'm really chuffed to be with the Pembrokeshire Vikings it's a great thing to see some of the old boys out there playing as well, like Stevie yeah. Brown, uh, Andrew Meddins. Yeah. It's nice to see some of the old boys helping people that have never played rugby before. That's right, because as well as some people with a disability, you've got others who are just, like you say, long in the tusk, who want to help. It's a mixed ability way of playing, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, Pemish Vikings, we're a mixed ability team. So uh, you train from the age of 16, you can play then at the age of 18, uh, everyone's welcome, yeah, even if you haven't played before or you're tired, anything, mm. just come along and uh, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I'm 74, do you think there's any hope for me? No, there's not. But tell us now, how did this start up? You've been sponsored, we've got new sponsors here today, from America, so that's exciting. Yeah, it's really uh, exciting. So what happened was, uh, I was out injured and uh, the Scarlets were playing against La Rochelle and the Clethy uh, Warriors were playing up on the top field so we were up there training so I went up to watch them and uh, I thought there's something we can do in Pembrokeshire mm. so uh, I come back to the club, spoke with Stevie Barn. so at the time I was coaching the first year so I made the decision then to stop coaching the firsts to put my concentration, in, well, my spare time really and concentration into setting this up so I went to the club first of all and if I want anything, I go to Dell. Yeah, so, Dell is somebody. <laughs> there's the boss. So I went to Dell. She looked at me and thought, "What are you doing now?" I said, "Look, it's a good idea." And I said what I wanted to do, and she she backed me the whole way. And then next week, then we spoke to the WRU, Darren, and then Darren was like, "Yeah, I can't see a problem." Then I then I put a uh, tweet up there on my personal tweet uh, Twitter account. And the next minute then, Ty, or three hours later, Ty uh, from New York Welsh. Yeah, New York Welsh. Yeah, New York Welsh <laughs> got involved, uh, messaged me. And I, so I jumped, out, I jumped on that straight away. I, I ran down uh, probably about half past 11 at night. So I found a sponsor, I found a sponsor. And then next minute then, Dell had uh, sorted it out. So I leave all the paperwork to Dell. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's amazing. And it's nice, Dell and another one of the four sponsors, Don Barrett, originally from Milford, they've been here today presenting the new kit. And it doesn't half look smart, doesn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. So we've had the kit <laughs> under lock and barrel since, uh, uh, lock and key, I should say, since last year. Obviously, COVID hit, so we couldn't mm. show it off. So it was the first chance we could get uh, New York Welsh down to us today. 
so we decided to get it out and they can present it and the boys are all happy with the new kit. Nice to see Gordon Eanan here as well as a district rep and a fair number of your committee because to be fair the club is taking it on board isn't it? Yeah the club are taking it on board so it's just getting letting people know we are a, Pem- a Pembrokeshire club but obviously we run out of half of the rest because obviously we need a registration yeah. to be held by registration so we sit under half of the rest registration but we are going to visit every club in Pembrokeshire over the next uh, 18 months fingers crossed. And that's fantastic coming back to yourself you've been around for a long time but I mean you must have fantastic memories of your time with the Scarlets yeah I've had some amazing times I've, uh, I've played for some amazing clubs yeah. I've been, been, I've been in England been uh, went up to France went to the Ospreys you're a travelling man yeah I went, yeah but uh, Home for me is will be the obviously the Scarlets. Uh, at the moment, uh, I'm out injured at the moment, so we're, we're just uh, trying to get that sorted. And then uh, you never know what'll happen. Whenever, yeah. I, whenever I put a pair of boots on again, we'll have to see. Yeah. The injuries keeping me uh, sidelined at the yeah. moment. But fingers yeah. crossed, we get sorted. Yeah. In the meanwhile, you're going to do a great job here. It's lovely to see so many people here today. I mean, and the, the training I thought was fairly physical. You know, indeed, 100% commitment from them all. Yeah, to be average uh, first training session we. Have averaged about 15 but our numbers now are around the 20 22 mark every amazing. week yeah so it is really amazing and it's, it's people from there's a boy travels from Carmarthen boy travels from Cardigan so boys travel from all over because they want to get involved there and it's yeah. I mean it's it's not every week it's every other week mm. so people like to get involved and I think that's why we get some of the old boys out yeah, in retirement good, man. Yeah. yeah well listen it's lovely to talk to you and all I can say is well done Simon keep up a good work yeah cheers thank you Bill thanks very much indeed to Simon Gardner talking there to Pure West Sports Bill Kahn and all the very best of luck with the Pembrokeshire Vikings as well uh, still to come before 8 o'clock we're going to hear from Angela Miles of Sport Pembrokeshire and Delith Summons from Haverford West RFC about including Inclusivity in sport. And don't forget, from 8, we are live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page and you can get involved. Before that, though, here comes Train and Drive By. On the other side of the street I knew Stood a girl that looked like you I guess that's deja vu But I thought this can't be true Cause you moved to West LA Or New York or Santa Fe Or wherever to get away from me Oh, but that one night Was more than just right I didn't leave you Cause I was all through Oh, I was overwhelmed And frankly scared as hell Because I really fell for Oh, you. 
street I knew Stood a girl that looked like you I guess that's deja vu But I thought this can't be true Cause On Pure West Radio, I'm Ben Stone, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Coming up after eight, we are live on the Pure West Facebook page. We'll have a look at all the cricketing news from the weekend with Steve Lewis from Lorenny Cricket Club. They had two wins at the first and second team level at the weekend, and they've got a Dougie Morris semi-final to come as well. So looking forward to hearing from Steve Lewis. Also news on the British and Irish Lions Tour. No Alan Wynne-Jones, as I mentioned uh, earlier on in the hour for the Lions. He's been ruled out. We'll get the thoughts of Gordon, Bill and Fraser on that one. And of course, reflections on Wales at the Euros. A really good group stage and a young side with promise, but they'll be disappointed with that 4-0 defeat against Denmark. We'll get the thoughts from the guys and you can get involved as well. But let's hear a bit more now from Bill Kahn, who was out and about over the weekend. I'm still here at Hanford West Rugby Club. having had a smashing afternoon with the Premiership Vikings, a newly formed mixed ability rugby group. I know I've got two ladies here who've been very influential in the start of this exciting venture. I've got Angela Miles, who's from Sport Pembershire, whose specific role is dealing with people with a disability and doing a great job. And the on treasurer, the boss, really, of Avid West Rugby Club in Derry Summons. And I know both of you were thrilled at the way today's gone. But Angela, ask you first, you're chuffed to be here today. Oh, I'm so honoured when Derry's asked me to come along. How, you know, I'm honoured to be here. You can't refuse her? No, you can't. No. Especially to see the growth in this last 18 months. And I mean, if you look at it, what's lovely is it's inclusive. There's not just people with a disability. There's people here of all abilities, and that's how it should be, yeah? Oh, definitely, and that's the ethos of mixed ability yeah. rugby, yeah, definitely. You see that Hanford West have taken on board the sort of ribbon event, you know, the in-sport the ribbon event. Yeah, so when Derek contacted me and when she was the staff in SF, we spoke about the in-sport programme and they came on board straight away. It's fantastic. And it's a whole club of ethos, yeah? That's what makes it. Del, you must be chuffed the way things are gone today. A little bit chaotic at times, but great fun, <laughs> isn't it? You know, when we take pictures and then the committee decide they want to come in the picture, but you must be chuffed the way things are going. Oh, it's, it's brilliant. Um, when Simon first said to me, Del, I've been thinking, yeah. never said I guess scared when Marilyn yeah. says that. <laughs> um, anyway, when he said, and I said, let's speak to someone who knows about it. So I phoned Angela, and we had a meeting with Angela, and she um, just filled us in, told us, guided us, and, and they've been brilliant. Angela's always at the end of the phone. If we need anything, any guidance, advice, and she's just been brilliant. But to come, the first, I always remember that the first training session we had, and Angela said to me, don't be disappointed if you only have about five yeah. training. We had about 15. And I mean, from what I understand, a little more test. We had a bit of a shock, as you said, we'd started up, and then you had a phone call out of the blue. Well, we did. Within three hours of our training session, um, it was tweeted that we were starting a team, and Ty Francis phoned me. 
and asked if we have a sponsor, could he help us out? And I mean, that, that sounds very nice, but the call was actually coming from New York. Tell us how that happened. Yes, yes. Uh, Ty is a Tenby boy, but he works between London and New York. And we had the call, and um, yeah, he said, leave it with me, I'll find you a sponsorship. And a couple of days, and he said, go ahead and order the kit. And now there's four people from New York Welsh. And there, Dom is here today as well, from Milford. Uh, it's great, isn't it? It is. Um, as I say, we started in, I think it was October 2019. Mm. We had a couple of training sessions, and we were going to have this kit launch back in March. And we went into lockdown, so we've only started back now. The last, I think this is our third training session. So it's lovely to see everybody come back. Yeah. Our numbers have grown, and to have the sponsors and the people who've helped us along the way. But you kept the kit and the wraps so that's the first time everyone all the players and the coaches have been wearing a new kit it looks smart doesn't it yes it's lovely we designed the kit and i think everybody's delighted with it mm. the boys certainly are yeah, yeah I, i've got to uh, give a big shout out to jeff clant and emma as well because when we started um they agreed to come on board and help out as coaches things like that they're still with us yeah and Anne's coming back to you I mean you've come along today and you've seen this but this is what you're asking every club in Pembrokeshire to do just welcome everybody there's no disability you look for the ability not the disability and, and as well um, with Vikings at the moment they're training around different rugby clubs in yeah. Pembrokeshire with us so it, it's really great because they're moving around the county going to other rugby clubs and and people are getting a, a good understanding of what this is all about. So what's the message then? If people want to find out more, if they've got someone in their family with a disability or an old timer who wants to have a run round and help out and have some fun, like people have done here today, what do they do? They can just get in touch with Sport Pembrokeshire and any of the team in Sport Pembrokeshire will give them guidance or signpost them to myself. Great. And Del, it's lovely, it's nice to see uh, that you're looking after them all here today as well. Uh, all socially distanced, of course. But I mean, in the end, it's a day to remember. Yes, of course it is. And, and it's, you know, I'm honoured to be a part of all this. Um, as I said, I didn't know what it was all about when we started. But it's a pleasure working with these lads and seeing them smiling. And it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It's lovely to talk to you both. All I can say is, hey, well done. Great stuff from Bill Kahn reporting from Haverford West RFC and heard there from Angela Miles and Delith Summons, both doing an absolutely excellent job. If you would like to feature on the show, uh, just give us an email. It's sport at purewestradio.com or leave us a message on the Facebook page. Joining me after eight, Gordon Thomas, Bill Kahn and Fraser Watson live on Facebook. You can get involved with so much to talk about on the show this evening. So do get involved on the Facebook page with your views on Rob Page in Wales, some predictions for England against Germany tomorrow and who are going to win the Euros after Belgium's win against Portugal. They're looking in the mood, aren't they? We'll talk more about that after the latest news at eight o'clock here on Pure West Radio. From Johnston to Jefferson for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. I'm Lucy Tudor and here's the latest news for Pembrokeshire. Downing Street has confirmed the Secretary